0: Welcome to the latest episode of BAM, that's Boris and Matt Weekly. This is a fun episode that we have lined up for you. As always, I am Boris, and this week I am joined by Matt. Bonjour! How's everybody doing out there?
1: We hope you're doing well.
0: I think this week as you were talking i was trying to think of what to use and i'm not i'm not that witty right now uh so i'm just we're just gonna say it we are joined by someone else this week it is a patron it is a listener um it is none other than Yorkie. what up guys how you doing and fucking tastic it's been a hell of a day to be honest um And just a reminder to all our patrons, you can always join us. Just let us know what you want to talk about. And we're more than willing to uh, have you on the show uh, because that's what uh, all of these shows on the patron are for. They are for you and for just $5 each and every. Every month, that's uh, one of the uh, one of the perks that you get is that you can be part of this show. You can be part of the Rampage Ramble, uh, and uh, because that's uh, what you know, Matt and, Matt and I just love talking to everybody. And uh, you know, there's there's nothing better than talking sports, entertainment, and wrestling with a group of people, uh, because that uh, was surely proven on Saturday, Matt. Because uh, as I've mentioned to a couple people, you and I were actually able to spend. Uh, bit of the weekend together and uh, we were able to watch the royal rumble uh together we'll be talking about that a little later when we get to get to the wrestling uh but without further ado Yorkie, how are you i'm good i'm good um it's been an eventful weekend uh in
2: terms of wrestling and stuff um i've been working as i do sending cards here (laughs) there and everywhere Nice. Um yeah, I've been good. I'm dreading tomorrow.
0: Good. Excellent. That's awesome. Um I mean <laughs> awesome that
1: you're dreading tomorrow. Yeah. No, it that is guess, awesome. yeah hey,
2: you know
0: what? <laughs> existential, existential dread. There's nothing quite like it.
1: Woo! Um <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't mean to keep you up too late, Yorkie. But uh yeah, what time do you gotta be up or, uh tomorrow for work? Uh
2: not for work. I I, I I kindly said to a friend that I would accompany them to the gym.
1: Oh, oh, well, that's good, though. That's good for your, uh, you know, body and uh, soul, I, I, I hear. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I'd say
2: I'd go at 7 a.m. Yeah,
0: oh, why, would yeah uh, why would you do such a thing? Why would you do such a thing? Female totally or male? Different Female different. or male? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Fair enough. There we go. Uh,
0: there we go. We,
1: we could just leave it there. But uh, So what time is it now? Hey, where you are
2: Uh It's 20 to midnight. Yeah. Oh there you go man. Oh, As the right, well.
1: Iron Maiden song says 20 minutes to midnight, <laughs> yeah, Love it, well yeah we won't keep you too long But yes we have sports and entertainment And some sports entertainment to talk about We're going to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl We're going to talk a little bit about a movie That I absolutely loved And then we're going to go hard on the wrestling chat Because the road to Wrestlemania has begun we Or some would 10... say
0: oh, The ahead. roads to Wrestlemania
1: <laughs> oh, Adrenaline Boris Is it deep in your soul Shkeepity bapadoopadoop
0: Pretty much, man. Pretty much. Uh, Matt, how are you? How's it going?
1: Oh, I'm sick. I actually got sent home from work today, so I'm just recovering. I'm probably going to call in sick tomorrow and, uh, you know, just uh, shake this cold off. I've been fighting it off and fighting it off. It's been like coming and going. I'm feeling like this is the last wave. I've been doing a lot of walking home to in in the cold Toronto weather, and that's probably a bad idea. I feel like that's lending to this cold.
0: You know what's so funny? So... You know, I've been going back and forth, helping my parents and stuff, helping other people the past few weeks. When anytime I'm in Toronto, I find that all I do is walk. Anytime I'm in, not in Toronto, like Mississauga or Oakville, fuck walking. You take an Uber or you drive everywhere. Uh, but in Toronto, no, regardless of how far you're going, you are gonna walk. And with the weather change that we've seen the past week, I think so many people are getting sick. Even I'm feeling a little sick and raspy, but. I've been talking for 12 hours already today, so uh, I'm just going to attribute it to long-ass day, and uh, we'll take things from there. But honestly, let's just start talking some sports. Matthew, Paul, the Super Bowl is set. It is the Philadelphia Eagles going one-on-one with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Interesting game. Uh so close, Matt. We were so fucking close to calling this.
1: Off the post. Yeah, we were almost there, almost had it. We had all season Chiefs versus 49ers, and the 49ers made the final four, lost their third string and fourth string quarterback in that game. So yeah, they were down to running backs playing quarterback. It, it, it's football. It's a crazy yep. we were, violent we, game. Some would say we we were the Bretton Mahar of, uh,
0: of of choices. <laughs> Uh, you know, just, just off the post, extra, can't can't, yeah. can't quite make it. So close, yet so far away. Suck it, Cowboys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as long as like, you know what, honestly, as long as the Bills and the Cowboys didn't make it, I was a happy camper.
1: That's funny. Uh, Yeah, Yorkie, I guess like living in England, you don't really have strong opinions about teams like the Buffalo Bills and the uh, Dallas Cowboys. If you're a football fan, though, like Dallas is that very popular, very annoying team. Shout out Sean Burkhead, patron and friend of the show. And uh, yeah, if you're a Canadian NFL fan, Buffalo is very much that public, favored, everyone loves them, kind of annoying fan base. In the East Coast. Shout out Randy.
0: In the East Coast, Uh, if you are like, I don't know where the line's drawn, but if you're on the west side of the country, people tend to go for Seattle.
1: That's very true. That's an excellent point. And honestly, I should say that I don't I I cheer for the Bills. I don't hate the Bills like I do hate like the Yankees or the Red Sox or something like that, like most other rivals in other sports like the Bills have had it so rough you know what i mean losing all these super bowls in a row i kind of do want to see buffalo succeed but it's not going to be this year kansas city has a chance to win it all big homie yet again pat mahomes and crew versus uh jalen hurts and the philadelphia eagles so yeah Yorkie, casual fan casual observer how do you feel about the super bowl who are you cheering for the eagles nice nice yes oh yeah <laughs> i
2: was i was gonna say no i i, I was hoping to see that see the fairy tale story with um with, with the 49ers with brock Purdy. i would i would love to see mr Robert, mr. Irre, mr irrelevant uh lifting the super bowl trophy but obviously that's not happening so i am i am picking Eagles purely because of the wrexham thing obviously wrexham are on a fairy tale story of the I don't know what I'm doing with my army it's going you're, yeah. you're, I know
0: you're you're saying run in in they're, in, in they're on in a fairy
2: tale in, run in the FA cup at the moment
0: yep they are um and obviously
2: Rob Rob McClane McEl, is 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 a, is a big uh, Eagles fan so I I'll, I'll back
0: his team See, in the Super honestly Bowl. i go back to saying the marketing geniuses behind creating that uh that reality show is just brilliant because look how many teams it's helping. Obviously, it's helping Uh, You know, I know people who have never gone near footy who love that team right now, uh, and vice versa. I know people across the pond, and you're in your shoes who kind of follow some of uh, their teams. And by their teams, I obviously mean any team from Philadelphia. Uh, so it's it's kind of funny how 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 and and amazing how that show is kind of like. Gaining popularity of so many sports
2: It is mental It's like I was watching uh, Wrexham played Sheffield United in the Cup uh, Cup the other day And I was watching uh, the interviews afterwards And it it blew my mind to see Gary Lineker Who is, is arguably the greatest English striker Of my era Not before era But my era Of the 80s and 90s just uh, casually talking to Ro- uh ray reynolds and i'm like
1: what's going on <laughs> yeah it is so funny hey eh? mac and deadpool coming together to buy this uh welsh soccer team football the, team they've been being,
2: being given the freedom of the city
0: yeah it's crazy it's crazy um can you imagine if ryan reynolds is part of the new ownership of the senators matt like I wouldn't be surprised if they do do another series
1: uh, chronicling cool. that. That would be very interesting. Yeah, I, I think it makes a lot of sense just for the NHL to attach uh, their wagon to him, no matter how they get it done, no matter who else invests on the team. Hopefully, Mac can get in there, too. That'd be really cool. But yeah, I do think that it will shake out with Ryan Reynolds ending up so uh, minority owner. Of All right, World that's Senators,
0: it, guys. Sure. We are pooling our money together to buy like a – 20th Division uh, Beer League team, seeing what we can do, getting them in the pyramid.
1: <laughs> I'm so wildly for it. Right? Uh, <laughs> <PM2FC. laughs> yeah. boo Boo. Boo, Yorkie. Boo. That's um. just rude. Hey, we, <laughs> signed, we signed an actual goalie who I've sort of heard of, although I'm already forgetting his name. But he was in some ads of the, uh, during the World Cup. Is it Sean Johnson? Yes is it sean it's i believe we signed sean combs sean puffy combs i believe is our new goaltender in tfc it's funny because like we had a backup
0: right (laughs) The the poor 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 salvadorian guy signs back in november and everyone's still bitching that we have no goalies like we have our backup tranquilo everyone tranquilo as he's eating a pupusa on the corner and like just getting ready uh but no tfc is looking good uh we will be talking more mls as the season shapes up which is starting in under a month how crazy is that um and oh i have a whole rant ready about the whole mls season because you know here in north america because they love money they've started a new league between mls and the Mexican League, and it's a whole tournament, knockout stages, round robin, and everything. And it, this is a club tournament that takes place in the middle of the summer. So both the Mexican League and the MLS are stopping play for one whole month in the middle of the summer to play this absolutely useless tournament, uh, which extends the season into the winter months, which means a TFC will be playing more games in the winter here at BMO.
2: Would it be? No, it wouldn't. I was thinking it might have been. Just, just excuse me while I reboot. Um, does North America have a version of um, like the Champions League? Yep, or, we do.
0: It's called yeah. the Concacaf what? Champions League. TFC ended up in second once. where we lost against uh, uh, Guadalajara.
2: It's so it's Guadalajara funny that gets that almost nowhere. So, the Guadalajara will be going to the World Club Championships.
0: Actually, this past year, Seattle Sounders, the first MLS team to win the Champions League, uh, they're going to be going to the Club World Cup.
2: They'll be playing off against Real Madrid.
0: Yep. And others.
1: Wow. Wow. So this will be this a
2: huge tournament that's got nothing to do with the common ball, then.
0: Exactly, it's uh, oh, it, it hurts my soul, um, no adrenaline there But yeah, anyways, we'll save that conversation for another day uh, But yeah, so going back to the whole Eagles versus um, yeah. the Chiefs let's, let, 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 let's steer this bad boy back to where we need to be <sighs> Eagles versus Chiefs Um, Matt, is this game worthy of the lights and, and, and pop and gander that is the Super Bowl?
1: absolutely i i feel like i mean it was the one seeds right it was the number one seed in each conference i feel like this is the marquee matchup this year this is patrick mahomes looking to cement his dynasty versus the philadelphia eagles who were the best team and uh yeah it's an interesting matchup on paper i think obviously philadelphia they're a very good running team they're going to try to control the pace of the football game put the ball in the hands of their excellent running backs and jalen hurts and uh Casey is going to be hampered, obviously, by Patrick Mahomes' high ankle sprain. That's a serious injury. He's usually quite active. He's not going to be as active, but I do think that Casey's probably going to be playing from behind for a little bit of this game, and Patrick Mahomes is going to have to sit in the pocket and pass, and that will happen. That's what I think is going to happen. So just looking looking at some gambling notes here, Philadelphia is currently favored to win this game only by a point and a half. It's Philadelphia minus 1.5 at this moment. That might change a little bit. So Kansas City, as underdogs, I feel like that's probably because Mahomes isn't healthy. If Mahomes is healthy... I think KC's favored.
0: That's exactly where I see the odds changing, depending on the Mahomes injury and what's being reported. Um, do you, are there any stats for who's leading or betting odds for who's leading at the half? Do you have that available?
1: Oh, uh, I actually, let me see. I do have, I do have a bunch of props here, but I don't know if I have uh, Oh, er- early game props. No, I do have like score in the first six minutes uh, last score of first half and stuff like that, but yeah. I don't have leading after first half. Right. Why? What, what's your what's your angle there?
0: My angle there is I think that Philadelphia is going to be leading for three quarters of this game, um, yeah. and it's going to be a close game. It's not going to be you know it's not going to be outlandish against like uh, uh, what they did against the Niners, right? But I do think that Philadelphia is going to be leading most of the game, and then Mahomes is going to calm down, start throwing in the pocket, start passing more, and Philadelphia won't know what to do because. They are going to try to blitz Mahomes as much as possible. So I'm pretty sure Kansas is going to be practicing tons of shotguns.
1: Yeah, that's excellent. That's an excellent call. I actually saw a uh, a report on Pat Mahomes that says he's been under the shotgun since he was two years old. Like that's how he started learning how to play football. So Mahomes is comfortable in the shotgun. I actually did find Eagles to win the first half is Philadelphia plus 340. That's a nice little bet. That is. Throw a tenner or a hundred on that if you if you're feeling frisky, Boris. That's a I nice might. little bet.
0: I might actually. I might uh, I might do that sooner rather than later because I can see that changing for
1: sure. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is just according to CBS I have this here. Um a couple that I like. I do think. Uh, though the Eagles are going to control the clock. Mahomes is going to throw some bombs. His over under passing yards is 288 and a half. He went over 300 in the last game. I think Mahomes is going over 300 yards in this game, especially because he can't run. And he is such an incredible thrower of the football. He's just basically turned into Joe Burrow. Yeah. He's no longer the, the hybrid incredible athlete. Now he's just simply Joe Burrow. You know what I mean? Simply. So I think he's yeah, exactly. I think he's going to be fine. Uh it, it's a little cute to say that Mahomes is going over passing yards and Jalen Hurts is going over rushing yards. So I, I think you gotta pick an Eagle to go over rushing yards. Maybe it's Miles Sanders. Someone on the Eagles is gonna, gonna go nuts on the ground, though. Maybe it's Jalen Hurts. It'll probably be
0: Jalen Hurts um but we'll see what happens there all right so and i agree with you this is going this is a marquee matchup this is a matchup like you know a lot of people were trying to call the eagles fake a lot of people are trying to call uh the eagles phonies the belgium of the nfl but the reality is that you know they're in the super bowl and other teams aren't, Uh so I think that this game is going to be a lot of fun, and there's a lot of different storylines happening in this game, right? Uh, we'll give everyone a full preview on next week's BAM, Uh but we kind of just want to set the stage, but obviously, we have Yorkie here, so I have to ask Yorkie, who do you think is
1: going to win? Eagles. Yeah. Going with it. Going The heart pick and the head pick. I think... I think yeah. right now I'm talking myself into your scenario, Boris, where the Eagles lead the whole game, but Casey makes the the, the dramatic comeback from behind uh, Pat Mahomes throwing the winning touchdown to fucking who knows one of those scrubs, Probably, tra- probably Kelsey, probably Travis Kelsey.
0: Yep, exactly. All right.
1: So that is that. And Matt, who do you think is going to win? Oh, yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm at this moment going Casey come from behind victory. Like yep, you said, same. I think I agree. All right.
0: All right, so that is some Super Bowl chat right there. Um, quickly, very quickly, very, very, very quickly. This is sports. Let's let's talk about some sports video games. Very quickly. Um, MLB the show. Did you
1: see who's on the cover art? Yes, Jazz Chisholm from the uh, from the Miami Marlins, right? Yeah, that's yep. pretty cool. Although it is funny if you look at his stats, he is statistically speaking the worst player ever to be on the show cover. Now he's just very very young, and even like Vlad, who was on it last year, has already hit fifty home runs and should have won an MVP or two. Maybe who knows? But uh, yeah, so Jazz, old Jazz Chisholm has has yet to live up to his potential, but he's a exciting young star. It's pretty cool that he's on the cover.
0: Yeah, I still love the people who put Alex Correa in his three uniforms from the offseason in the cover.
1: <laughs> that that are Carlos Correa. That is Carlos. Really I don't know why I said Alex. I, I know yeah. in
0: Alex Correa. That's why, uh, douchebag. Uh, that's but uh, uh, both <laughs> of them actually
1: <laughs> just calling calling them out, calling out all the Correas here on this podcast. Uh, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> leave it if you want, buddy. Uh, so, yes, don't uh, speaking I don't of, care. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of sports video games, what about this WWE 2K23? Cody Rhodes entrance. Cody Rhodes entrance. War games is is,
0: is actually the thing I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, and, and you know, with this whole cross platform thing, I think uh, we'd be dumb not to get all the geeks in the enemy group to play together figure out tournaments and stuff like that. We'll probably have like a uh, tournament of champions or something like that uh, and do something fun because it is cross-platform. So it doesn't matter what system you're coming from, what generation you're coming from, uh, we'll be able to all play together uh, and uh, have many, many, many great matches and war games. And I'm really looking forward to this, to be honest. Uh, You know, last year's game was good, a little glitchy to start. So I'm hoping that they cleaned it up for day one um but you know that's 2k for you
1: yeah last year's game was uh was a great success i felt like and it seems like they're just going to take that formula and tweak it a little bit and charge you 160 for the 2k 23 icon edition so classic 2k but yeah it should be a good game uh and yeah man i'm very excited to try to do some stuff on twitch maybe get a universe mode going see what happens brock lesnar versus jinder mahal for the world title before long i'm sure those universe modes are always that shit insane
0: yeah exactly i'm really looking forward to it uh you know the game looks good um you know it it seems like they've cleaned up the graphics a little bit uh like in terms of texture uh you know obviously you have the updated arenas and stuff like that uh and yeah it's uh should be a very fun game um you know now it's 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 i'm guessing that 2k is coming out before aew fight forever
1: Guaranteed, absolutely for sure. We don't even have uh, okay. any semblance of a Let's release for AEW. Quickly, talk two about two, that. Straight two straight ESRB games have come out.
0: The reason why the uh, you know the it, apparently, allegedly, the reason why the AEW game is being held up is because the ESRB, um, you know, is is is, is sending the game back to the developers saying. No blood or not not no blood, but too much blood, too violent, particularly with women and stuff like that, right? because um, they're aiming for a T for teen uh, rating, but uh, right now it's too violent for that rating. you know, is this seems to be a trend for aw. Like why can't they just tone back
1: a little bit? Well, because people like the violence. Tony Khan grew up watching about e- watching that ECW and posting about it on DVD VR. So, I don't know. I, I, I Everyone turns the blood on in the video game. You know, that's the point of the video game. I can understand that. But at the same time, if they want the teen rating, you got to scale it back. Yeah. You know, if you're going to make Resident Evil video game. then, it just, then To me, it's absolutely. It,
0: I don't know. To me. At this point, now you're just throwing money down the drain uh, for shits and giggles. Like, it costs so much to prepare for sending games to ESRB. It is insanely expensive.
1: I uh, I don't know. That's way above my pay grade. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I I hope it comes out soon. Everyone loves the, uh, the blood and the guts in the video game, though. You know, that's the yeah, well, point of playing the, the video WWE game. games
0: have blood and stuff, too, right? So it's like, I don't know. I don't know. It just to me, it just seems insane, and this is par for course for AEW, um, which is it's just kind of funny. It's a small nitpick, but uh, it's costing them money. You know, a- again, every day that game's not on shelves, it's money that they're losing, and double that because they're paying developers, they're paying testers, they're paying QA people, they're paying um, you know people who know all the ESRB rules uh, and, and and all that. So it just it's the amount of money that they're just literally allowing down the toilet at this point is, is crazy
1: yeah i don't know what to say I, i'm not backstage i don't know what's going on with that video game but yeah if it if that is the issue and they're just i don't know digging their heels that is pretty dumb but no, no 2k 2k 23 is definitely going to come out before uh fight forever
0: yeah seems so aka taking forever all right we're going to move on is there anything else you want to chat about in terms of video games or are we going to move on to some entertainment
1: Yes. Yeah. No, I'm done with video games. I have this movie I want to talk about briefly anyway, before we go too far. So, yeah, the Banshees of Inna uh, in Sharon, the Banshees of Inna Sharon, it is currently on Disney Plus, at least in Canada and uh, in theaters around the world. And uh, yeah, it's an excellent movie. It reminded me a lot of the Coen brothers, reminded me a lot of No Country for Old Men or uh, there will be blood even it, it kind of had the vibe of those movies. it was darkly funny incredibly well acted super super tight script like very well written uh, go look at the Oscar nominations you're gonna see the Banshees of Inisaron up and down. I really enjoyed this movie I, it was like the complete package it was it's was something that stuck with me for a long time after too uh the creator of in Bruges made this movie and uh yeah, anyway. Big fan, Banshees of Inisharan, in- highest recommendation. It's like my favorite movie of the decade, or right up there with no country. Uh, and uh, uh, um, there will be blood, which I've already mentioned, for a movie of the century, Boris, in my estimation.
0: yep, yeah. it's on my watch list, probably, uh, uh, who knows when, uh, at some point this week, I'll watch it for <laughs> sure. Um, be yeah, a
1: highest recommendations to anyone who's out there need if you have two hours to kill boris i know you don't have two hours to kill that is no, the problem
0: not right now not right now man um but no that's um that looks uh yeah everything from everything that i've heard from that movie it's really really good um i've been watching so much movies i don't even know where to start uh, obviously watching the last of us tv show uh you know i'm gonna be talking more about that as the show goes on but so far so freaking good in terms of an adaptation obviously it's it's hbo you know you know the quality you're gonna get with hbo um and so far they've done a great great had a great run in this last episode episode number three was probably the most deviation from the video game uh but it was probably the best episode and honestly emmys are coming from in this episode it was that good it was that good. It could make a it could make a person with a glass eye cry.
1: Nice, <laughs> very good. And what does? Uh, sorry for the super uh, uneducated on the subject. Obviously, Last of Us is a video game. What uh, streaming service is the show available on? In
0: uh, Canada, Crave, and it's an HBO show. Ah, gotcha. HBO I've got, I've got I've got the um, I've
2: got it on Series Link on Sky. Um, yeah, it's on Sky, but if anyone from the UK is listening, it's on Sky Atlantic. There you go. Um, but. I've, got it on record. I'm, I'm, I've heard very good things about it I haven't even played the video game But I've heard good things about it You don't game. need
0: to, honestly And it's one of those stories that just It's such a good story And it's like, you know, on the It's Canon podcast I talk oftentimes times of about how And a lot of people, you know There's a lot of actors who Like doing video games now Because they the long-form storytelling in video games is so works so much better than a movie works so much better than a TV show. And I think the last of us is really proving that uh, how easy it is to be adapted, right? Like the video game industry is is bigger than the movie industry. So you know and now we're seeing why? Now we're seeing. Well, now we have the quality. We have a you know the graphics and the space to tell these stories, and that's what you're seeing, right? And that Last of Us is a perfect um output of that. So you know that's, that's been man, a that's lot such, of
1: fun. That's such a good and interesting point. The video game industry is far bigger than the movie far industry bigger. right now. Far, far bigger. bigger. So I would. I wonder what the year is that that flipped. I wonder when that exactly happened. And that's so funny that that's I, definitely the case.
0: I have those stats somewhere. Um, I did. I did a whole episode on the It's Skeden podcast about that of where you know you've started noticing more actors actually appearing and and doing everything for video games, right? Like you had Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven um, and Keanu Reeves. You had um, oh, what's his face in Death Stranding. What's his face uh, being the guy from The Last of Us and a bunch of other stuff, uh, Boondock Saints and stuff, right? Um, so. You're seeing more A-list actors You're seeing A-list directors A-list writers Writing, producing, acting Voice acting in video games uh, You know, even Even games like uh, God of War, like you have A-list Actors lending their voice And it's one of those I mean, weird things I mean, Go ahead, Polly.' I was going to say, I mean, look at
2: Zelina Vega She's She's going to be the new Street Fighter
0: Yeah exactly
2: i know she's not airless no
0: but like but that but still right like that still adds to the video game industry and and it goes to show you how big the video game industry is right now and it's only getting bigger um so yeah it's it's we can dedicate episodes and series just on this topic right and it's a great debate but at the end of the day the numbers don't lie video game industry much bigger than the movie industry right now and it's 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 finally getting kind of like it's it's respect uh with with certain people. And then you, it's kind of funny because then you have, you know, the the Martin Scorsese's of the world who bitch at Marvel and comic movies, but he's also technically bitching at the entire video game industry. Basically, they don't like the fact that geeks are taking over. That's where the money is.
2: Exactly. <laughs> that's that's okay, exactly can I, can I, it. While, while while we're talking about um uh entertainment and shows we need to watch um i urge everyone if they have netflix to check out against the ropes yes it's it's, it's amazing i didn't i, I had my subtitles on because i don't understand spanish i've been learning duolingo, mm, sorry,
1: duolingo. <laughs> um
2: but it's right I'll, I'll give you a little backstory my, my my parents are both deaf fully deaf can't hear a thing Uh, So all my life I've been I've gotten used to watching TV With subtitles So now I can pretty much watch Any foreign language film As long as I've got any subtitles I can sit there and watch it And get engrossed And understand what's going on And I watched uh, Against the Ropes And I thought it was brilliant
0: Yep It's um, Uh, Against the Ropes It's a 10 episode Netflix uh, series um, And it's essentially a mom Who was in jail for six years. She gets out, and her family is kind of iffy on her. Her daughter's pissed off at her. Uh, Her daughter's uh, father uh, kind of found... Uh, kind of created a new life for the daughter, and the mom just wants to get everything back. But because the daughter doesn't want anything to do with her, uh, the mom essentially dons a mask and becomes a luchador, uh, and, 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 and insanity ensues. That is, like, the gist of the series. It's so well done. Um, tons of Rey Mysterio in this show. Uh, they, I, did you notice that they even had his mask from, like, his original character? yeah do you know what i loved
2: there was a, there was a scene that i loved i i, I text matt about it because i thought it was brilliant there was, there was a team with with uh the daughter and the daughter's best friend they were in the bathroom and they were like don't you want to get revenge like undertaker and kane against against stone cold and triple h from backlash 2001 and i'm like what yeah what,
0: kind of, yep.
2: what reference is that just to pull out and she and she was like what 12 A 10 12 year old Oh. am like That's a reference to pull out from the doldrums.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of, it's amazing because like, that's kind of how we talk sometimes, like when we're really talking, right? Like, man, how many times do we just whip out like random dates and random things that come up wrestling wise, right?
1: That's that's so funny. Wrestling it tends to get hardcore fans, and that is cool. That it seems that the show is written lovingly by wrestling nerds. You know, that's that's yep. that's very dope. I like that.
0: Yeah. Very good show. Against the ropes, um, very very good show. And I wanted I was gonna talk about it, but like yeah, it just is so well done. Uh, I nice. binge that and mofo
1: so quickly. Nice man, nice. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. So that's guest starring Ray Mysterio, like pretty heavily. He's involved. He has like speaking lines, and he's he does have speaking he, he, lines actually. But I wouldn't say he's heavily involved.
0: Oh, okay. he's he's okay. there in the background. They mention him a lot. He's, uh yeah, he's there. Off he's like the, folk.
2: He's the central folk. He's like the the girl's favorite wrestler, and he's basically talked about, and then he appears near near the end.
0: Yeah,
1: amazing, amazing. Okay, yeah, that's on Netflix. I'll definitely check that out. Yep, for sure.
2: against the ropes.
1: I was just going to say, you guys wrap up the against the ropes thing while I uh, throw myself against the ropes and Irish whip into the refrigerator, get myself another fucking beer or two for this here wrestling talk, Boris. Yeah. All right. So we've chatted
0: some sports. We've even chatted some entertainment. Fellas, it is ready to start chatting some sports entertainment. And we're going to be starting off quickly talking about this past Saturday's Royal Rumble, one of the big four. Um, Yorkie, quickly. What did you think of the show? Oh,
2: I loved it. I think it's one of the best wrestling... Uh, wrestling best Royal Rumbles we've had in, in, in years.
0: Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I I really did think that the Minus show... Minus a couple
2: of matches that yeah. we
0: didn't need. Yeah, that's the thing. What was good was good. What was bad was bad. That's. It was very up and down like that for me. Uh, I think, Matt, not sure about you, and I can't speak for you, but for me, my experience was... A very different one just because, again, like I've said many times, if you're watching with friends, if you're watching with people and you're just having fun in general and the atmosphere is fun, you're going to find the show better than than normal, right? So uh, I thought the show was great. I had a lot of fun and and partly in due to the fact that you and I were just getting smashed uh, watching this <laughs> show.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. Hanging out with uh, musical uh, act Kevin, the, the producer of all our fine tunes here. Uh man, it was a lot of fun, and yeah, I you know I'm actually quite blessed. I do have roommates, so I'm often watching wrestling with people. And I've in in my past, I've watched a lot of good wrestling shows with a lot of good people, both live and just on the television set. Man, and this was this was a lot of fun. But I feel like a, a lot of that was us having fun. Although the show was excellent, the main event was very good with an all time angle at the end, and the opening match, which was the men's Royal Rumble. I feel like Yorkie and I will both agree is one of the best. That we've ever seen, yep. high up there on the list. Actually, I, honestly, I'm shocked that some people said it was bad. That's wrong. I guess opinions can't be wrong, but that's a wrong opinion. You are incorrect I'll, if you think. This I'll was be bad.
2: honest. I think the people that that said it was the one of the worst is, I think they 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 was they're still hoping that Sami Zayn was going to be in it. I think that's the only reason why they're thinking that.
1: Maybe, well, maybe, that makes a lot of sense
0: To be honest, let's talk about that quickly uh, You know, and this is something I thought of Rushing back to, to the house to get to Matt's place And that is, you know, WWE has obviously finally learned, right? After 2015, after the, the Daniel Bryan situation And Roman just getting booed out of that fucking arena and city Because the fans didn't get what they wanted So I think WWE was brilliant and not even having Sami Zayn in the rumble because they knew what was going to happen. And can you imagine if that's how fans turn on Cody?
1: Uh, It might be down the road, man, in a month or two, who knows? But I think it was also brilliant that right away to start the show, they did a promo where uh, Roman basically said, Sammy, I need you by my side all night. You stay here. You come out with me to the ring. And they kind of told you, Sammy's not going to be in this match. But you will see Sammy in the main event. You will see him. So I thought that was actually like brilliantly done. It was very clever.
0: I'll be honest.
2: I didn't see the... I didn't watch the pre-show. Oh, so you missed that. I was working early uh, Sunday morning, so I, I didn't watch it live. Right. I went to work the next morning and thought, right, put the main show on. Just watch it. Didn't see the yep. pre-show, sure, didn't see that thing. So I'm watching the Royal rumble. I'm like, this is good. This is really good. I wonder if Sammy's going to come out. Not knowing that that segment's been on. And when I realized you got to the time when um, I knew Sammy wasn't coming out, I'm like, I'm still
1: happy with this rumble. Yep, it exactly. It does not bother me. That's yep. good. That's, that's a litmus test to how well you thought they pulled off this rumble. And I feel you like the, the ultimate litmus. <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. I please. think we're going to say the same thing. Go ahead, Matt. I was going to say the ultimate litmus test of if you enjoyed this show or not. Did you think the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match was worth half of a shit? I heard people say it was one of the worst matches of the year. I thought it was just a dumb match with a black light. I thought it was fine. Like two stars. (laughs) Not the worst match I've ever seen. I've seen
0: absolute embarrassments to wrestling. And that... In my opinion, wasn't one of them. I can name you so much, so much worse, so much worse. Uh, you know, it, it was it was there. At least it was short, and the angle at the end kind of made up for all the uh, craziness. The other litmus test for how good the show was was having and 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 seeing my buddy, our buddy, Kevin O'Leary, and his reactions and how much he enjoyed the show at the end of it, yeah. right?
1: and he even commented like the difference between the men's and women's rumble he during the women's rumble he was like oh this isn't quite as good as the first one eh and there's something about like the stories and like whatever and he kind of picked up on it it was really cool to watch him like not knowing anybody but maybe your Brock Lesnar's right, yeah. And Logan Paul, obviously, he knew. He was like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh yeah, Logan Paul's a wrestler. I guess I think it was funny. Yeah, talking about that whole. Thing. The fact that he enjoyed the show, right? Like, like let's
0: remember that, like wrestling is entertainment for everyone it's not just for us geeks who who love talking about it need to know what's going on and and you know get surprises ruined and then complain that surprises get ruined but you're mad because the surprise isn't is isn't ruined (laughs) you know wrestling is entertainment for everyone so I love watching wrestling with people who don't normally watch wrestling and to me that is a huge huge litmus test to see Whether a show was good or not, taking someone who doesn't regularly watch wrestling, sit them down beside you, especially with two geeks who just, you know, are Matt and I, need I say more? Uh, So
1: the fact that Kevin enjoyed the show a lot was huge. That is that is true, but uh, our energy and I feel like with your when you're with any fans who are of uh, like watching a thing who are, like really love it and are just generally talkative people like the energy kind of rubs off, right? So it, it I I I I love watching wrestling with other people. Like I said, like I like to have fun with it and like make jokes and like whatever. Like a- anyway, so I I I felt like a good time, uh, but yeah, I thought it was a good show with a great. Opening Rumble and in all time, all time final few minutes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Did you think that, you know, the blowout, the blow off, the blow up, the climax was going to happen the way that it did uh, at the end of the show? Dorky.
2: I'll be honest. I did not know what to expect at the end of the show. Um, all, All I saw was a really good match between Roman and Owens. And for a moment, I did think Sammy was gonna carry on with the bloodline and hit Kevin just to prolong it that little bit more. But then yep. once once you slapped him a bit out, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, I was cringing for a lot of it with all the superkicks and 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 mm. the, the stuff. I was like, even I'm like, this is gone to. Do you know what? This would be the perfect time for blood in WWE. It would yeah. be
0: this was the one and only time pay per view uh big storyline big climax yes. i think i think just you're right.
2: you seeing seeing ko handcuffed blood coming down his face from all the super kicks and stuff like man. that It'll you know, know what
1: too violent but it, but but i do i'll want, be honest uh, that, that bump on the steps Jeez that yes, yes yes thank you that's that what was i was just gonna cringeworthy say. oh, oh man. disgusting two of them, he, two he did of it them. twice but,
0: yeah
2: you know it's bad when even Corey graves like don't show that again please
0: yeah honestly I'm surprised Kevin Owens didn't pull up Bret Hart and just didn't blade himself.
1: Yeah, like in the back of his head, maybe even. Yeah, I I, I guess uh, I I didn't go back and look. I hope that he was landing. Uh, on the on the on his shoulder blades and not just the back it, of his head. i I think he was landing on the like the beefier part of the yes. shoulder blades where you're supposed to land for every wrestling move, essentially. I th- it, still, it looked like that was making first impact. But my goodness, even that even that but if if he hit accidentally or on purpose because he was pulling a Darby Allen Mick Foley thing on one of those bumps that's that's crazy I feel like it's been lost in the incredible angle how dangerous and brutal those stair bumps were I
0: and that's that's a beauty because I I was actually going to bring that up it's like let's remember how all of this started and how the actual match ended and the match itself was very good I I, I thought it was a very good match Uh, they did a good job of making you double think is Kevin Owens actually going to win it and it's like one of those things that we always talk about on every single show on this network um it's you know when something is so obvious and they can get you at the moment double guessing yourself you know that the performers are doing a hell of a job so kudos to roman reigns and kevin kevin owens on that one Uh, but the match itself was good the way the match ended was realistic it just wasn't a spear out of the blue Um, you know kevin owens took an ass kicking and then You know, just sets up for the big angle at the end. And the way that Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn were going back and forth behind and in front of the other person, you just didn't know who was going to do it to who. Or, like Yorkie just said, whether Sami Zayn was just going to continue on with the bloodline and kick Kevin Owens' ass, right? So the teasing, the body language, the the camera angle, everything about this, the intensity, the background reactions with Paul Heyman in the background... And the Usos, uh, you can kind of see them a little blurred off because of the buka and and all that. Like, oh, it's just everything about that closing, from the performers to the production to the lack of commentary, was just so well done.
2: I have a question for you guys, right? Hey, the pop that Sammy got when he connected with the chair onto Roman's back—was that louder than CM Punk's return? On rampage that time.
0: Well, you got oh. twenty. You got what? Fifteen thousand versus forty-three
2: thousand, right? Well, yeah. Um. Oof. I'll be honest. I I I, 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 I originally I thought CM Punk's pop was louder, but then I, I rewatched that that segment again this afternoon. I'm like,
1: that, that's a road warrior pop.
0: Yeah. You know what it I loved the does, most does. about that chair it shot was,
1: It was it was immense. Uh yeah, was, one just quick second. Uh, an, a pop that it reminded me of because I watched the match back recently was The Rock versus Mankind when Stone Cold Steve Austin's music hits when Mankind wins the first world title of his career on the January 4th, 1999 episode of Monday Night Raw. Check out the top 30 um, matches in Raw history on BAM if you haven't. But anyway, by God, that was when Stone Cold's music hits and the crowd's like, holy fuck, holy fuck. Mankind's going to win this title. And it's Austin who's going to do it. They just lose their mind. And it reminded me of that. Like, holy fuck. Sammy did it. Oh, my God. He turned. Like, it happened. Like, it was that kind of pop. Did you like, see it, my pop? I, I, I was I stood yelling. Up, yeah. I was yelling <laughs> and, uh, at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> I stood up and fist pumped. And I was silent. But I was like, yes, yes, yes. yes. And Boris <laughs> Boris was like, ah! It was, like, it was so good. The i think that sure Kevin was like, what are these fucking goofballs doing? Yeah um uh,
0: the thing that i love the most about that was the reaction that roman had to getting hit by the chair was the exact same almost the same bump he took uh when seth rollins disbanded the shield
1: yeah i'm Which sure matthew did
2: happened yeah
1: <laughs> exactly uh, yeah no i was gonna say i'm sure matthew and promo joe will have the side-by-side video ready it's a race to see who gets their next video out bachomania versus promo joe but uh yeah, man, I think that's that it was done uh, for that reason and it was done brilliantly. Yep. Hey, brilliantly, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's like the Banshees of Share, and sometimes the themes are obvious, but that doesn't mean that it's not pulled off brilliantly. You know what I mean?
2: Yep. Can and I then- just give props to Jimmy Uso in, in this whole segment? Yes. Purely because I, I don't think he gets the props he deserves. Um, all the way through this whole bloodline thing, Jimmy has been Team Sammy from day one. And to see how he reacted and it like, he, fair enough, Jimmy, uh, Jay is doing that further in the storyline, but his reaction to the chair shop was, was, was beautiful. I mean, obviously he, he kicked him yeah. and stuff like You're, that. You, see the, yeah, you can see the yeah. anger.
1: Yes. Yeah. The yeah. The betrayal. Anger with the, yeah yes yeah you, the betrayal in his eyes that was a real acting performance for a lot of those guys that's the best work that that a lot of them have ever done man honestly like holy christ that was excellent so well done
0: yep all right we are lucky enough to be chatting after raw um so yesterday in Raw, they just kind of summed up the the whole closing angle from the royal rumble but there was no bloodline on tv good move bad move what are your thoughts matt
1: good move perfectly fine they're a smackdown act it is what it is watch smackdown that is the more important show at this juncture it is the more important show watch smackdown is the message there i yeah it's fine yorky I,
2: I i agree uh plus i i don't have to listen to kevin patrick when when when
1: the <laughs> thing is
0: on. oh my god i forgot kevin patrick signed a commentary deal at the mls today
1: yeah, Yorkie was saying he's gonna pull him off raw. Hopefully, maybe, perhaps. I I'm not gonna say hopefully. I don't dislike Kevin Patrick. I think he's a perfectly fine, plain piece of white bread. <laughs> but yeah, and I agree it's with you too. Of- Just getting back to topic,
0: <laughs> I agree with the two of you. You know, I think that it's perfectly fine. They have been featured on SmackDown a lot more. They are a SmackDown act. Gets more eyes on Fox. Gets more eyes on on cable I think the Smackdown numbers are going to be insane And really With everything that happened All the Elimination Chamber qualifying matches uh, The Cody Rhodes stuff uh, Edge and Judgment Day You didn't need the fallout Of the Bloodline stuff And it just built suspense
2: The only thing I was a bit disappointed with Raw Was there was no follow up to Bianca Asuka There was nothing Yeah, I would have liked at least A little something. Apparently, there was an ex raw exclusive, but that's nothing for the show. That's the yeah, you
0: know, my complaint if it's not on TV, it's not canon. Right. Like you can't expect fans to watch social media and and, and and get the entire story. Right. It kind of gets to me sometimes when uh, promotions just put stuff on the Internet and and just assume people are going to watch and add it to the story and blah, 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 blah. Uh, but uh, that's where we're at with that. All right. Let's go back to the Royal Rumble. Matt, what do you what else are we going to chat about?
1: No, I think I think we're pretty good on the Royal Rumble. Just final thoughts. I I don't think I, I it wasn't one of the best pay per views I've ever seen, but like an easy two thumbs up, all the same. You know what I mean? Like an absolute like like brilliant final angle that we'll all remember for the remaining days. Uh, of our wrestling fandom. So that alone, plus the good man's Royal rumble, I think sets up WrestleMania very well, which is where I think we should pivot. So I was thinking I'm going to run through what I believe is, is going to be the WrestleMania card. What I believe WWE has told us on television is going to be the, the show that we're going to get. Um, And then after that, I was thinking you guys can maybe give us your, like what you want to see versus what I, I pretty sure we know we will see. I'll just tear up your list. Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so WrestleMania card, Cody versus Roman, for sure.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yep. Now, one thing about that match. Notice, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh when they've started promoting that match, you know, happening at WrestleMania, but they they haven't put a night to it just yet. Yeah. Well, it's
2: too interesting. Early
0: yet. It's too but, but that's think, my yeah. point. I think it's because both of the Cody and Roman are going to be working main, uh, you know, feature matches on both nights.
1: That's interesting. I, 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 I think have, it. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, well, no. no, no okay. No. Yeah. I would, oh, Let's just continue to run through the card. But I actually think this will be the main event of night two. Okay. Cody defeating Roman. I, I have the, a theory.
2: If, if one of your matches, is what you are going to say? So I'll wait until you say the possible match.
1: Okay, uh, the next match that I think is for sure going to happen on WrestleMania, the Usos versus Steinerico, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yep,
2: right here. I jump in because this is what I was going to talk about. Outright, obviously, we know that um, that match is going to win—not the tag match, but Roman and Cody night night two. Yeah. What do you put on last on night one? Steinerico, Charlotte.
0: I would put the tag team. I would put the tag team
2: I was just going to say Would you put the tag team match Or would you do Charlotte Rhea
0: Honestly I, I'm i a fan of letting the women main event But the reality is Is that this Bloodline storyline Has been the biggest storyline in, in WWE In so long It's been lasting almost a year That you almost have to put that on last Especially if and when Steen Erico wins uh, if that
2: is the, the titles and just breaking hit making history again from tag titles main event,
1: yep. yeah. That's, that's interesting, yeah. True, yeah. I'd love that to happen. Yeah, suck it, young I bucks. I do think it's going to be Charlotte versus Rhea. I think you're right, Yorkie. Uh, your original thought, I that's my current guess for the main event of night one. But what I, my heart wants is Usos versus Steen erico fuck Yeah,
0: yep. All right, let's keep going. Okay, so fast.
1: so also, so we know Charlotte versus Rhea is on the card. Pretty sure that Bianca versus Asuka is on the card. Going to be another women's match on the card. This whole year, we've thought that Becky versus Ronda Rousey was going to happen for, for one of these titles, right? Becky needs an opponent. Why is Becky versus Ronda off of this WrestleMania? That's still going to happen. Becky versus Ronda will happen on this show. I'm calling it now. What mm, do you guys think? No? No. Yorkie say, York,
2: says No. no. No, Ronda's lost so much of her drawing power. She's just another wrestler.
1: fair. Fair, but throw her on WrestleMania, have Becky beat her again. She's the Ronda killer, and then do whatever you want to do with Ronda going forward. But yeah, Becky's going to beat Ronda, Wrestle, uh, Ronda WrestleMania. That's it. Mania.
0: Yeah. Um. Oh, that's a tough one, man. That is a tough one. I don't know exactly what's going to happen there. I do think that they will end up fighting together. I think that the Bailey Becky blow off is gonna happen next week at the uh, the steel cage match, and that's why it's nowhere near WrestleMania. You know, we still have Elimination Chamber for a lot of story, so I think something's gonna happen the Elimination Chamber match uh, to set up Becky and Ronda. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you, Matt.
1: Nice, nice. Okay. Uh, next up, we know Seth, male Becky, husband of Becky Lynch, will be wrestling Logan Paul. That seems to be locked. Mm.
0: You know what? Honestly, I would give him Ricochet at this point. Logan or, or Seth? Yesterday. Logan. Yes.
1: yes. You, you guys, you guys go because you've both made this point now. Talk your talk.
0: Go ahead, Yorkie. Be- <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he. I don't need to say anything. <laughs> i don't need to say anything i've I made the sound effects no one on the podcast will i have got to realize it's a it's a it's an audio
1: podcast not yes. a video we podcast. got we, we're going to start doing the the, the, the whole the, video thing with this with this beautiful new riverside studio that we're yeah, using the but um, yeah the the, the, uh, the bouncing da- off the top rope the double, the double springboard divey do yeah
0: that was insane that sold itself <laughs> that sold itself, that sold itself. Yeah, I, I would honestly do that match. I would do the aerial combatants. Just, just, just let them go. Let them, let them. Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, Halloween Havoc themselves.
1: Okay, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with y'all. Oh. But I think, oh, oh, oh. put them in a the ladder match. Jesus, by God, Jesus. Logan Paul is. Logan Paul in a ladder match is actually a, v- a very exciting uh, prospect, but that's like a year down the road. Not yet. He's still too new. He's still too marquee to, to waste him, hey, quote-unquote. I think
0: Logan Paul is going to be in the money in the bank in
1: London. So I was just thinking that. Wow, there you go. Logan in the bank. He could win the world title from someone. That wouldn't be the craziest thing. I don't think it you could have Logan he lose. He beats Cody. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, Logan Paul could beat Cody, man. I, I That would not shock me. But Seth versus Logan Paul will be the yeah. WrestleMania match
0: okay i think so, it, so far
1: my heart says
0: um ricochet but my brain says that it is going to be
1: Seth. yes yes so so far cody versus roman usos versus zane and owens charlotte versus Rhea, bianca versus oscar i think and boris agrees but paul disagrees becky versus ronda still going to be on the show and seth versus logan paul all for sure in my opinion on wrestlemania brock versus Lashley. sorry which what who oh, you got, Johnny Knoxville fighting? He's got to come. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville versus Bam Margera, two out of three falls.
0: Can Bam even do anything at this point? <laughs> no. Can't,
1: can't. Can't Johnny Knox it, it can Johnny Knoxville really ball. do much at ball. this point? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry. Yeah. Sca- Lesnar, lashley Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. No, you know, it's actually Knoxville versus Bam Margera scaffold match. No, Jesus. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. I think is, that is for sure on WrestleMania.
0: May I add I a stipulation got, just, to that?
1: <laughs> to the scaffold match
0: no to uh, brock La- uh, lashley
1: <laughs> yes v- brock versus lashley
0: i think it's going to be the timothy thatcher special i think it's going to be a pit fight match
1: oh mma style yep. oh boris i like it
2: but you said Oof. it was timothy thatcher special it
1: was the matt
0: riddle special yeah, they both had a good they both uh wrestle in multiple so whichever okay I forgot about Matt Riddle. I, I think I think <laughs>
1: Timothy Thatcher inherited the thing, but it was originally the yeah. Matt Riddle gimmick. But yeah, Brock versus Lashley, possibly in a cage of some kind. I like where your head's at. Brock versus Lashley, though, that is on WrestleMania. Dominic versus Rey Mysterio, that is on WrestleMania. Mask versus hair. Oh, let's go. Let's fucking go, Yorkie. I love it.
2: I heard yeah. that. All right, I heard. I heard some some people mention that, and they're like. They were like, no, we sh- we can't do that. And I'm like, who, who, who better to un- 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 unmask rare than Dominic? It has to like, be. <laughs> and they're like, Kevin Owens first, then his son. Yes. Like <laughs> hey, Lucha de Apuestas.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah. I was just going to say full Lucha de Apuestas. Two out of three falls, mask versus hair. Lucha de Apuestas match. They should call it Lucha de Apuestas. Like, or amazing. they
0: can uh, recycle the Mountie versus Big Boss Man, 1991 SummerSlam. Loser spends a <laughs> night in jail. <laughs>
1: the jailhouse match I'm the mounty I love it uh, Jacques Rougeau you are always invited on Bam you have an <laughs> open invite you and your sons and any generations past present or future of Rougeaus and your cafe K- brother PCO <laughs> Yes and PCO yes and all ready. of your fr- uh, sorry let you get right <laughs> yes, of course Well, well Ray, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. All Rougeos of all uh, creeds and colors Welcome on the BAM program Teach us French I'm learning, I'm relearning on Duolingo Up to <laughs> fucking Unit 2, baby Oh, man, I, now I really want to see a Spend the Night in Jail matching <laughs> <laughs> Dominic versus Ray After Lucha do a place this. On Backlash, they do the Jailhouse match <laughs> Okay, so, so we know that for sure Those for sure are on Mania Uh, John Cena has a WrestleMania match, apparently. I'm I'm thinking it's looking like Austin Theory for the U.S. title.
0: It is most likely going to be Austin Theory. Uh, Reports coming out today that Austin, uh, Steve Austin, is a no-go for WrestleMania. He turned every match possibility down. Uh, So it's looking more and more like it is going to be Austin Theory versus John Cena. And I love how people are saying they haven't done anything to set that up. Well, Seeds are being planted if you listen to Austin awesome Theory's promos. And we still have, what, 60-something days until WrestleMania, right? 61 days or so. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, those are nine matches that I would lock in. Lock in yeah. for sure. Cody versus Roman. Usos versus Steen, Erico. Charlotte versus Rhea. Bianca versus Asuka. Becky versus Ronda. Seth versus Logan Paul. Brock versus Lashley. Dominic versus Ray, Seth versus Theory. Those are the yeah. nine that I'm pretty sure.
2: Which member of Judgment Day is Edge
1: going to find? See, there you go. So Good there's battle. other matches, right? So so Cena versus Theory, John Cena, I think, wins that match. He's not going to hold the U.S. title forever, right? So I think the Andre the Giant Battle Royal winner is going to be Montez Ford. Montez Ford is going to beat John Cena for the U.S. title either on WrestleMania Night 2 or the raw after WrestleMania Montez Ford wins the U S title from John Cena, who beats theory day one.
0: That's the thing right there, right? So it depends on what's going to happen with the U S title also depends on what's happening with the, with the unified title. Are they going to stay unified? If they stay unified, you need a constant U S champion because personally, personally, this is just fantasy booking at this point. I would have this in a summer show In Toronto, John Cena versus Edge retirement match.
1: Oh, yeah. You've talked about that one before. That's very... I
0: got to throw this out. I got to throw this stuff out because there's another match that I still believe was supposed to be set up at WrestleMania, but someone botched their own botch and botched themselves out of the Royal Rumble to set this match up. And I'm talking... I have no idea what... I'm talking about Kofi Kingston botching his save again for two years straight.
1: Oh, yes. Yes. Booker T
0: came in, there was no Kofi Booker got out very quickly So I think that uh, I honestly do think that they were going to set Kofi Versus Booker
1: all right i like that yeah kofi versus booker t has sneakily been built on nxt tv for two months and boris you've been calling it out i want to see that match i'm going to add that to our maybe pile here so andre battle royal won by montez ford that's in my maybe pile kofi versus booker t in the maybe pile now Yorkie, you mentioned the work of young uh, edge he's gonna to have to fight somebody uh from this here fucking group of uh Finn are we, are we
2: yes edge from bella
1: no, well, if you'll remember, uh, Damian Priest, at a WrestleMania pretty recently, he had himself a tag team partner, a friend, Ooh. by the name of the Bad Bunny, right? I'm thinking we're going to get Edge and the Bun. Edge and Bad Bunny versus the Judgment Day. I'm adding that one to the maybe pile. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> as crazy as
0: that sounds, I can honestly see that happening. Uh, yeah, the right. second the best celebrity wrestler ever.
2: I need to I need I need to mention something because we're we're talking about WrestleMania. Yes, and there's a guy that needs 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 a big match at Mania
1: purely for what he did at Royal Rumble. Yes, Uh, and that man is of course (laughs) Otis. Yes, Günther. Yes, Günther needs a big match at WrestleMania. Here is what I. Go on. No, no, please go ahead. No, no. I, I, obviously, I was
2: hoping... They teased it a little bit um, at the Rumble. I really was hoping for Gunther versus Lesnar. But obviously, that's not going to mm-hmm. happen. They've got that heart set on Lashley again.
1: Yeah, yeah. So do you think? Sadly, yes. Sadly, yes. At this moment, though, I do think we're going to get Brock versus Walter down the road. I think they're saving it, but you're right. Yeah, it's it's going to be Brock versus Lashley. What I think... This is what I think they're going to give us, not what I want. Walter versus Drew versus Sheamus, triple threat for the Intercontinental title. I feel like that was set up in the Royal Rumble when Walter eliminated both Drew and Sheamus and there was dissension in the ranks between Drew and Sheamus after that elimination. They spent the whole match buddy, buddy, pally, pally. And as soon as they got dumped out, they wanted to fucking fight each other. So I think this is where we're going. Walter Gunther versus Drew Mac versus Sheamus triple threat for the IC title. And maybe, maybe if you wanted to, Drew pins Sheamus or the other way around, and Walter loses the title without losing the title.
0: I can see that. And I can see a combination of those three happening at Money in the Bank just to capitalize on their Clash of the Castle stuff, right? Yes, yes, big time. Big I'm actually
2: hoping for
1: Gunther versus Cody at Money in the Bank. Oh, my. That's something. You have to get the IC title off of a. This do is it how until, you do it. What is it, June? Yeah. You don't have to do it until June, though. But yeah, but but yes, I think this might be how you do it. Walter uh, versus hold Drew on, versus hold on, James. Hold, on, hold
2: on. What was the main event of WrestleMania 6?
1: Well, that yeah. was Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior, my friend. By God, it sold out a stadium. It did. Yep. Who was the world champion? Well, I believe it was Hollywood Hulk Hogan at that time, the immortal Hulk Hogan. And who was the Intercontinental Champion? Well, by God, I think it may have been the Ultimate Warrior, Paul. So why can't they do that at Money in the Bank? It's <laughs> a great call. It's a great call, buddy. Because they won't.
0: That's why they just. Won't. The <laughs> <way>. <laughs> I know so it's they, been could, done. Though, they could. They
1: could. They could.
0: They could theoretically. All right. But... So,
1: so, so there's always an Andre Battle Royal on either SmackDown or WrestleMania Night One or a pre-show or whatever. There's going to be a women's Battle Royal. We know that. Who's going to win the women's Battle Royal? Is my no question.
2: one. No one. <laughs> what? The last two. <laughs> The last two out of the Women Battle Royal are going to go on to face Io Sky and Curtis Kai for the Women's Tag Team Titles.
1: Ooh, the WrestleMania 14 gimmick. I like it. I like where your head's at. And that team, Nia Jax and Kyrie Sane. Big twist. Nikki,
2: Nikki Storm and 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 Piper Niven,
1: <laughs> Or oh, Tegan Knox, Or no, no, Nikki Cross? Nikki Cross and Piper Niven. Nikki Cross and, and Piper Niven. yeah. Yes, 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 yeah! They've teamed up on NXT, and they're gonna challenge for the women's tag team title. I love it, Yorkie. Great call. We're putting that in the maybe pile. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one. Oh, women's tag title match. All right, Uh, maybe pile continues. Uh, We need some NXT involvement. I think Uh, this is this is a deep cut, but the Miz needs a match. I'm just throwing it out there, throwing a dart. Braun Breaker versus Miz. What do you think? How about this? How about this? Braun Breaker. And someone from the main roster versus Miz and Grayson and Waller. Braun Breaker and Grayson and Waller have a feud going. Miz could kind of give Grayson the rub because they're very similar characters. Both come from uh, reality TV. Both are uh, heel shitheads.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I, I can I, honestly I'm, see that.
2: I, I was thinking if Braun retains on Saturday, I'm thinking...
1: Why not Braun Breaker versus Carmelo? And, uh, Carmelo. Oh, an NXT versus NXT match mm-hmm. on. I could see that. I'm NXT thinking. Title. I'm thinking Braun Breaker gets called up before WrestleMania, and his first big match is at WrestleMania, and it involves the Miz somehow. But I don't. I, I like your idea. Better Making a than huge what I just assumption
0: said. that Braun yeah. Breaker is going to be champion come Sunday after Saturday. That's
1: why I said. Well, that too. Like, I think, no, I don't think he's going to be NXT champion. That's why I think he's getting called up. But yeah. if you wanted to co- continue his feud with Grace and Waller, you could. Anyway, yeah. so maybe Braun Breaker won't be involved, but I wanted to say Braun Breaker might be involved, possibly uh, as as a member of the main roster. Here's something. Bray Wyatt needs a match. Who's Bray Wyatt going to wrestle? Easy. Uncle Howdy. Next. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's move on.
1: Bray Wyatt, <laughs> Bray Wyatt versus Uncle Howdy, right? That seems to be a thing. Yeah let's move on there's nothing else all right to say about that so one. i think we've we've covered everyone who has been highly featured really there's like tag team ladder match that could be a possibility uh the street profits might fit in there you could do a lot of things with certain wrestlers there i don't know is there somebody who i'm forgetting you think in a big match
0: oh, i'm I sure we are idea. sure okay who's
1: that idea. i'm sure there are Feel fans right. yelling
2: it's, it's purely because I've not seen him on TV in a while. I know they're they're injured, and I'm hoping they're back in time for Mania. I just want to see gargano as the champa again.
1: Ooh, interesting. Mania, interesting. Can you imagine
2: what they do at Mania?
1: Even was, if they get 10 12 minutes, yeah. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd, that'd the be opening match or something like
2: that. Or just to get so it's, well, not the opening match, that's the second best match on the card, isn't it?
1: Um, so so second or third in. Yeah, man, I love it. That's a that's a good call. I'd like to see that. That's All right. Crazy. Well, I think that's I, I, if anyone if anyone has any other ideas for WrestleMania, I think that's our WrestleMania card.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll be doing a lot a lot more of these. We'll be cleaning this up after Elimination Chamber, um, and you know, pl- planning is already underway for WrestleMania week here on SNME. Uh, we have so much coming at you uh this year WrestleMania Week is going to be huge here on SNME. Um so just just keep it locked in and uh I, I love this time of year. It's a busy crazy time of year, but wrestling is probably the best at this time of year. All right. Uh, yeah, Matt absolutely Matthew absolutely agree, buddy. Let's move on. Let's chat. Uh, you know it's Matt. Matt loves his lists Matt's got a list.
1: I do too. I do. Yes. And we invited Yorkie along for the list making journey. Uh, So we're going to try to do weekly top tens here on BAM or top fives or top twenty fives, or however, you know, the fucking wind strikes me Boris. So this week it is top 10 Royal rumble matches. So the way I think we're going to do this Yorkie is we're going to alternate from 10 to one and both taking turns. And unless the, the Royal rumble that I say is your number one, I'm going to talk about it. But if it is, we're going to save it for number one kind of thing. You know what I mean? Okay. All yeah. right. So so let's start with, I I believe that you also said that you had a couple like that were off the post, off the woodwork, as yes. they say. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, let's hear the ones that you say are rattled off the post for you, not quite good enough to be top ten.
2: Uh, obviously, um, there, there is a few. Um, I have the 2018 Women's Royal Rumble
1: yes okay good call now that was the first women's royal rumble, yeah correct
2: yes it was just a bit mm, stephanie on commentary didn't help or anything like that Yeah, oh, um, excellent
1: yeah excellent call she brought that down
2: um i have the the ver- the first 30-man rumble in 1989 okay. i'll be honest i only remember that for the accident smash bit at the beginning and that's about <laughs> it. i talked so hard when i was a kid I was like oh my god it's accident!" oh my god it's smashed Uh, so Uh, yeah and my last honorable mention is the first one that stone cold won in 97.
1: nice yeah the 1997 royal rumble yeah yeah the first one in san antonio texas
2: also i have flipped about with two two from 10 and that one so much i was like do i put that in 10 or do i put this other one in 10 i was like in no, fact, if you look I can't, at on, can't my wait notes, on my notes, it's still at number ten, but I switched it around again. Uh, <laughs> did you have any honorable mentions?
1: Yes, I had two that I I rang off the post in my list: the nineteen ninety or the nineteen ninety Royal Rumble, which was. The uh, the most star-studded Royal Rumble, possibly. If you look at the actual cast of characters, it's mind-blowing. There are so many huge mm-hmm. names in the history of wrestling. In the 1990 Royal Rumble. in the first one, 1988 Royal Rumble. I would say both of those are great matches for their time and place. The 1988 Royal Rumble saved this gimmick. Vince didn't like it. Pat Patterson had tried it a couple times on house shows. And they pulled it off so well that it became not only a yearly pay-per-view, but...
0: The, the favorite
1: biggest. thing, the second biggest, and the only thing that a lot of wrestling fans watch. You know what I mean? I, I actually uh, you know, like have a lot of friends who will only uh, watch the Rumble or will only watch Rumble in WrestleMania. So it was yeah. a smashing success, and I think it, uh, the 1988 Royal Rumble needs to be acknowledged. So, Yorkie, what is your number 10 uh, Royal Rumble, the, the 10th best Royal Rumble of all time?
2: My, for me, I am put the 1990. Royal Rumble at number
1: 10 oh there you go there you go yes a star-studded affair it is Shawn Michaels Bret Hart Macho Man Hulk Hogan Mr. Perfect Jake the Snake but do you know what
2: I liked it is it was long-term planning they had Ted DiBiase who bought his number in 1989 who bought number 30 and and they said right you're not doing that again this year you're going out number one this time and Obviously, people were going in for the pop that Jake the Snake got, and he was like early on, early numbers. He got a massive pop, and I'm like, absolutely, and it's so cool. I love, I I think Ted DiBiase was like, obviously, he set the record at the time that that year for the the longest. He he set the benchmark, it was like 45 minutes or something. Yep, and then, but like you say, it was like that it was a who's who of, of WWF at the time, and it was cool
1: and it reads like a hall of fame list right now yes the 1990 royal rumble sick absolutely a great one
0: it's a good one Uh, It's it's a fun one. that's actually the first one that i watched uh kind of live the first one that i watched the same year that it took place on coliseum home video
1: nice 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 so my number 10 royal rumble the 2005 Royal Rumble where John Cena and Batista split it and then Vince McMahon came out and split his quads and then Batista ended up winning after all. That was a good so one. So actually, the match itself was quite good. It's it's not remembered well. It people think this is a disaster because the last couple minutes are a disaster. But I think this is good enough to remain number 10 on the list of best Royal Rumbles ever. Four stars, four eliminations all out I, of five.
2: All, all I know is that I know that Bret Hart and Let the wish they could have fell like that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly they hit at the exact same time. That was picture perfect, incredible. Yorkie, what do you have at number nine?
2: Oh, my number nine is uh, 2008 from Madison Square Garden. Nice. The one where Cena became Super Cena. Yeah, Nice,
0: nice. Yes, absolutely.
2: I, I, just, I loved it because obviously you had um, the la- the first two were, were the last two from the previous year's Rumble. You had that little bit with Piper and Snooker. You had obviously um cena making his return i think it was great
1: Yeah, 100 the piper snooker thing was so awesome because when snooker came out people lost their minds that was a huge pop everyone stopped everyone took a chop from snooker and nobody knew who the next person out was going to be the fact that it was rowdy roddy piper got an even bigger pop and he was so perfect it was like one of the last moments where you saw roddy feeling it really being roddy in there in the wrestling ring and they went on to do other things in 2009 but it always looked like roddy was way over the hill the last moment actually other than that that i can remember roddy piper being incredible and excellent was when he cut that promo with wade barrett and john cena do you guys remember that oh i remember that i remember don't you that really in my well. face john cena and you anyway s- incredible stuff so good so good anyways Absolutely incredible. I love the 2008 Royal Rumble. I have it at number seven on my list. So we'll talk about it again just for a quick second when we get there. But my number nine Royal Rumble, 2002, won by Triple H, starring Mr. Perfect. I yes. have this at four stars. Great match.
0: Yep. This was great. Uh-huh. This- Mr. Perfect, huge surprise, and got, you know, a mini run out of it until. May of that year. Um, and this was obviously the return of Triple H, right? <laughs> of uh, Super H. Yeah. Of uh, Super Shredder yes. H. So
1: Yes, of Super Shredder H wearing a leather jacket and then a vest, or no, a, sorry, a denim jacket In and a leather vest on top of the denim. So where, where do you have this one, Yorkie? Seems like you have it a little higher.
2: I, I, I have it at number six.
1: Okay, okay. Well, how about we move forward to your number eight pick and we talk about this when you hit number six. You can make the case okay, no. All right.
2: My number eight pick would be higher if the ending was different, but my my number pick, eight pick is the 2020 Women's Royal Rumble. Oh, One, interesting! Won by Charlotte, and I okay. think had Shana won this match, this match would be higher. Because very good, I, I think this this is what ruined Shana's trajectory. Her uh, not winning this match because I think yeah. she, Man, that- she
0: she was destined to be. That's sometimes that's the thing about WWE right is there people are riding on so much momentum and then something I'm I'm just gonna say small for the sake of it something small like not winning the rumble just completely derails them
1: also also the way she's been pushed since then but yes
0: yeah it's nowhere near they're trying to build her up back to what she was before but it's just not happening it's just not happening. yeah yeah, that
1: that, that is really sad i actually do not have the 2020 women's royal rumble on the list i do remember that the uh the ending of that kind of ruined it for me it was an lol charlotte wins situation right nobody likes that so yes number eight for me is the 2006 royal rumble won by Rey mysterio this is the first royal rumble that i have at four and a quarter stars and it is something special, not just great. So the Ray Mysterio run, he set the record that was broken by Gunther just a couple days ago, but yeah, Ray Mysterio with an incredible run for Eddie Guerrero. It was a little cheesy, but I really like this, uh, rumble layout overall. And the, over the, uh, perhaps saccharine sentimentality the overdoing it of the the feels on this one it actually landed because it was ray mysterio for me it worked on this day because i did not ever think that they would let ray mysterio win the rumble and when they actually did the story worked for the reason that vince McMahon has been so biased against smaller wrestlers for so long that it actually was a true underdog story
0: yep
2: exactly i i, I didn't have this on my list purely because i, I looked i mean it's a good rumble match but but like you said, I, I knew from the outlet, as soon as Ray was in it, I'm like, it's going to be Freddie. He's going to win. They're not going to let someone eliminate R- Ray right at the end.
0: Yeah. Here's the, th- you know what the thing though is, if this was 10 years later, you know that Ray would have been the first person eliminated because that's how now Vince became.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was that, it, it was that bad at some point. Like, yeah, it just, I felt like eight. he did everything to like, just to, to go against us, yeah. right? Yes to to antagonize his fan base and say you're wrong. Yep. Anyways. So yeah, that was my number 8, the 2006 Royal Rumble. Yorkie, what do you have at number 7, buddy? Um, sticking with the same year as
2: my number 8. I'm i gone with the 2020 Men's Rumble.
1: Oh, interesting.
2: Interesting. So this I, is Jordan. Your... Yeah, this Go is ahead. my num-
1: yeah, this is my number number 7. 7. Yep. Yes.
2: Oh man, this it was, it was a Rumble of two halves, wasn't it? Obviously. It was yes. the Brock Lesnar half. The Drew McIntyre half. Yep. Pretty much. Keith Lee. Some Edge mixed in. Could have became a star. For Edge. Yeah. Oh, edge getting yeah, the big Massive, return. yes.
1: Oh, Keith Lee's going to be a
2: superstar if you hadn't bothered with Braun Strowman. Yep. Why couldn't they have just teamed up together, thrown Strowman, obviously, the story and stuff. Yeah. Yep.
0: Anyway. <laughs> this Rumble, I actually didn't watch live because I was in Vegas um, while the show was going on. Uh, and and I just remember people sending me messages, even Agnew, was like, holy shit, Edge is back. I'm like, I'm in Vegas, still drunk. So I watched <laughs> this one so hungover on the uh, bus ride back from the airport.
1: Amazing. Uh, this is way higher on my list, spoiler alert. And uh, it, I, 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 I agree with your assessment. I thought this match was great, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about it after but yeah so my number seven was the 2008 royal rumble the roddy piper and old man jimmy snooker having an old man fucking brawl and john cena coming back in madison square garden 2008 that is four and a quarter stars in my opinion as well so number six paul Yorkie what's your number six rumble but my,
2: my number six was 2002
1: oh yes uh, yes that is correct yeah
2: because i think it had I think this, it was the rumble where they announced some surprises beforehand, didn't they? They announced Goldust, Mister Perfect, and uh, the Godfather. Did they announce
1: Mister Perfect?
2: Yeah, they did. They're like, oh, we got some, we got some surprises, and they announced did some vignettes but before the rumble. It was like, on oh, the roarers. I remember it specifically. Okay, and amazing, then obviously uh, Goldust was the first one because he had his massive entrance with his and um, but what what i obviously you had to bit with um hurricane and austin and triple h that was funny and then oh perfect got right near the end i was hoping for a bit of a mr perfect cut angle tussle about that would have been I would love to have seen that match. oh that would have been
1: excellent you know I, I wonder i'd have to go back and watch the 2002 royal rumble i wonder why i don't have it as four and a quarter i only have it as four a minus versus a it's a important distinction here on the band program because four and a quarter gets you into the match of the year territory nowadays when every fucking wrestling show has 10 good matches but mm. anyway i uh, i love the 2002 royal rumble it's very very good uh i i wonder did they because i remember them promoting gold dust and someone else it was the godfather that you said
2: yeah yes i think I, it was, I,
1: i'll be honest people will fall yeah, yeah there I may can't
2: have remember been who
1: the last one was. i can't remember was he in this one
2: no no he was one year before um yes yeah you're right yeah um,
1: all right well in any event yeah because i remember watching that with my cousin uh who was a humongous mr perfect fan and it was really cool when mr perfect came out because i don't think any of us were expecting it but maybe i just had missed Raw or down that day who knows yeah It was your number six. I remember. I remember. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. My number six. No, no worries. Uh, So, yeah. So, your number six, the 2002 Royal Rumble. Great one. We've talked about it at length. Moving on. My number six is the 2018 Royal Rumble won by Shinsuke Nakamura. I really like this one. I think they put the right person over. For a long time, it was the best modern Rumble. But I do think a couple recent ones have passed it. But, yeah, my number six is 2018 won by Nakamura. I really enjoyed this one.
0: Green. this is a good one this is a fun one i think that this kind of brought the rumble back to kind of prominent uh prominence after a couple iffy years uh so yeah this one was a good one 2018 had two two good rumbles so
1: yes yeah men's and women's rumble both delivered i really enjoyed the men's rumble from 2018 where nakamura did pull it out i think if you go back you'll you'll find it to be a good great royal rumble i have it at four and a quarter and the sixth the best of all time
0: yeah
2: I'll be honest. I do remember. Do you know why I distinctly remember that one? I, I, I should have put it on my list, and I haven't. It's purely because I was. I, I remember I was. I was talking with someone, and I. I, I just said number is gonna win this rumble. Just tell me, I went, number is <laughs> gonna win this rumble. This is like a day or so behind, and then I'm watching the rumble. I'm like number is gonna win, and then Shinsuke comes out with fourteen. I'm like, oh,
1: Shinsuke oh, might win this.
0: <laughs> there you go and
2: he I'm,
1: fucking did it he pulled it yeah. off clairvoyant <laughs> paul did you buy a lottery ticket that day you should have
2: no i didn't i wish
1: i did no <laughs> okay um yeah. oh number five now isn't it uh um, yes yeah, so yeah what is your number five we've entered the top five Yorkie. i think i don't
2: know if you put it in one of your honorable mentions i don't think you did to be fair I, i've gone with two,
1: 2011 2011 royal rumble with del rio and uh santino as the final two Purely because,
2: as a as personally as a fa, as a fan, I've never got so excited about Santino possibly winning the Royal Rumble. I got so hyped up. I'm like, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it, knowing full well he's no chance of doing it. <laughs> yeah. But the optimist in me. I'm like, yes. It, it was. It it made me feel good to be a wrestling fan again.
0: I think that those moments are the best, right? And to me, those are my favorite wrestling moments is when, you know, us who love this so much and know way too much of what's going on, uh, you know, become fans again, right? And we talked about that earlier with with the whole closing of this year's Rumble and that segment, right? Like, I was screaming, Matt was punching air, and we were both going insane,
1: <laughs> absolutely man I have such fond memories of wrestling from 2010 to 11 which is weird to say because it was a down period in WWE but that's what got me back into wrestling because from 2007 to like 10 11 I wasn't watching much because the Chris Benoit thing really really like broke my heart and shattered my worldview man I wanted to be a wrestler for the first 20 years of my life and then the Chris Benoit thing happened and I was like well I don't want to fucking do this anymore and I've kind of been lost ever since but that's neither here nor there anyway (laughs) (laughs) i think we need to
0: chat offline about this one
1: (laughs) yes 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 straight up that's a fucking five part podcast right there but man like this 2010-11 period, I, I moved into a house. I started uh, dating this girl who lived there and the other two roommates. They're still my friends to this day, and they all like casually liked wrestling. They all watched it during the Attitude Era, and they knew that I liked it a lot. And we all just got back into wrestling watching stuff like this Royal Rumble. And I distinctly remember having a full house, having so many beers, having so much fun. And yeah, this that that Santino moment with a full house of casual fans – blew the fucking roof off i will always remember that that was like watching canada score an overtime goal i swear to god that was one of the few moments i've ever been watching wrestling that elicited that reaction this is not on my list but that's an excellent call i I, this is another one that i should revisit for sure
0: all right let's keep the train
1: going gents so that was your number five, my number five, at four and a quarter stars. Something that will show up on the top 113, 123. The top 123 of 2023. It's the 2023 Royal Rumble. It just happened. The men's version. The men's Royal Rumble. This is the fifth best Royal Rumble of all time. It was God, that good.
0: Damn. Hey, yeah, you know what? I think, I, I think you're wrong. <laughs> you think I'm wrong? Respectfully. He disagrees with you, Matthew. <laughs> Because I have it higher. Oh,
1: oh it's a bow. It's a swerve. A swerve. Bomb. swerve. Oh. Isaiah, is Isaiah, Swerve, swerve Scott, Scott right there. Scott. That is a Swerve Strickland <laughs> for your ass. Okay, well, we'll save the 2023 okay. Royal Rumble then for a second. We,
2: but we've got to save our number fours. We, we have to save. We, right. Just as a preface, me and Matt, we, we spoke offline about some certain. We, we both. Um,
1: yeah. So I basically said, this is what I what I would like to do. Let's alternate. And then Yorkie was like, this is my number one. And I was like, oh yeah, this is my number one. And I believe that we have, we have each other's number four. So let's just skip number four (laughs) because we'll have the two matches that we're going to talk about at number four. We're going to also talk about at number one. So okay. keep that in mind, and let's go to the podium here. This is the bronze medalist, Yorkie, the third best Royal Rumble of all time. Who you got?
2: From the Alamo Dome. Ah. 2007. Oh, Undertaker winning. Seven.
1: oh yeah. Interesting. So, so I should have I should have had this in my honorable mentions. This is this is no lower than honorable mention, but this is not on my list. This is not on my list. I feel uh, like it was a it was a weak Royal Rumble until the incredible incredible final stretch. But I didn't I don't like this Rumble until the last two.
2: Fair enough. I, I to be fair, the last two is what made it for me because it was one of the first times where the last two it, it was treated like a match and not just yes. a quick elimination. And and I was like, yes, I am in for this. It was so good. And there was a point where I'm thinking, pin him, pin him. I'm like, no, it's a roll rummy. You can't pin him. You're not
1: of a man
0: running.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, that one made me sad. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy yeah no uh yeah that's that's excellent man that's a it's a really good call it was the the best final stretch possibly still is the best final stretch and it was before it it obviously it predated their wrestlemania matches right so it made you want to see more Shawn michaels versus undertake yeah what's your number three my number three is the 2004 royal rumble the chris benoit rumble that is four and a half stars okay an all-time classic You can't go back and watch it, though. You can't go back and watch it. But I, I, as a historical record of how I felt on that day, it was an all-time classic. And on that day, I thought it was the second best Royal Rumble of all time. And I thought it could contend for being as good as the only Royal Rumble that I would give five stars to. So uh, on the day it was the crowning achievement of the canadian athlete that we all came to love the next bret hart this crisp benoit who fucking ended up it did not go well as we all know yeah. Yeah. okay all right
0: let us continue my with the two. list all
2: right my number two i think you figured it the
1: out. silver medalist
2: my my silver medalist is is uh the Cody Rhodes winning 2023. number two wow wow the
1: second best rumble you've I... ever
2: seen I don't think there's been a time usually when I, I watch Royal Rumbles leading up to the Royal Rumble and then I'll watch highlights of something and a bit of it i like I've watched this Rumble four times Wow since Saturday just this Rumble match and one about the men's match not the not the women not, not the real women I the men's one yes it's so good it told a story throughout it set up it set up nine uh, wrestlemania
1: matches that we exactly. just talked about
2: <laughs> you, you you broke records with, with with gunther um you've broken records with like traditionally number 27 has, has had the most most winners not no more number 30 has now 30 he's got five winners now
1: Yep. interesting interesting footnote Yorkie. you're the first person or uh social media account i ever heard that from good for you good pull. um I'm not mad with Cody. Everyone's like, "Mm,
2: Cody's winning. Yeah, so what? It doesn't matter to me that he's predictable. It was a good fucking rumble. Yep. I just swore for the first time on the show. Sorry. No,
1: Please drop them. Drop them F-bombs. We uh, encourage it. Yeah, man. Well said. I like this rumble a lot. I thought it was great. I thought it was my, it was my number five, but excellent call. Yeah, man, I, I, lo- I love the cell job on it, too. It was it was a, a brilliant Royal Rumble. Your second best of all time.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I think what really helped this year's Rumble is the fact that, you know, yes, we knew Cody was going to win, but there's just so many different routes that we can get to the main event of WrestleMania that anyone could have really won that Rumble, right? So, again, in the heat of the moment, they had you guessing at times. So, kudos to WWE on that one. Matt, let's keep let's keep it going.
1: It was the heat of the moment, telling us where their heart went on that night, Boris. And it is the my number two, my silver medalist. Yorkie has already mentioned it. I believe at number seven, it is the 2020 Royal Rumble, the oh, wow. tale of two rumbles. Both great though. Brock Lesnar wasting the WWE roster through the first half of this was excellent. The ricochet, Drew McIntyre teaming up to eliminate Brock, very memorable. Uh, an all-time royal rumble moment and then the last half with drew fending off the roster including the return of edge which we didn't know was coming we had heard maybe but yeah this is this is my second favorite and the in my opinion objectively the second best royal rumble of all time very cool very cool there
0: you go all right is this top <laughs> spot are we going back to or are we going to top
1: spots now gents Top yeah. spots. So Yorkie ranked uh this one at number four. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? You you can start. I'll tell you what, I've
2: gone first. I'll let you 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 um yeah you, you know because he was my we'll number that.
1: four. And we'll give you the hammer, we'll let you close out the show. So yeah, this is Yorkie's uh number uh, your number four Royal Rumble. This is my number one Royal Rumble, in my opinion, the only Royal Rumble you can give five stars to objectively, the nineteen ninety two. Royal Rumble, Ric Flair's journey through his entire career. This was, this was the Christmas Carol, but Ric Flair was going through the ghost of Christmas past, present, and indeed future to vanquish uh, the WWF roster and win the WWF title. He vanquished Shawn Michaels in this match, which, Hey, look who uh, ended his fucking career in WWF. The storytelling with him going through Greg, the hammer, Valentine and Roddy Piper, and uh the texas tornado kevin von Er eric carrie von eric rather and all these men who he's had wars with throughout the years all wrapped around bobby heenan giving the single best commentary performance in the history of professional wrestling the number one no commentator has ever been better than bobby heenan was on this night so the way we rate matches here on bam you gotta account for that too five star match five Five star Royal Rumble. Fucking fight me if you disagree, Yorkie. <laughs> oh,
2: no, it's just the one thing that spoils it for me is the ending.
1: Is is because Hulk Hogan a mix, is a prick. Is
2: a bitch. <laughs> uh, my friend eliminated me. I'm gonna pull him out. Fuck off.
1: <laughs> it's a bitch move, but my counter to that is: we all know Hulk Hogan's a bitch. That doesn't ruin anything no, but, for the, me. but
2: we didn't at the time. We didn't know he was a bitch at the time. I was only a kid. I was ten years old when that.
0: Happened. <laughs> oh, dude, you knew well, he was a, a harsh b- lesson. <laughs> me and Matt had this conversation on an episode of Bam City Hulk Hogan was the most heel face ever. That motherfucker cheated ever. to win so often. Yeah, look,
1: yeah, up, man, look yeah. up for that
2: WrestleMania
0: that year, though.
1: Uh, oh. Hogan versus Sid, but we also got Flair versus Savage. Yorkie, That's we're much. gonna have you back. Uh, I mean, we're gonna have much. you on the pod. Yeah.
0: We also got Brett versus Piper. That WrestleMania, yes, we
1: did. yes. Yeah. but see,
2: this is what I was talking talking to you about, Matt. You mentioned Flair, Savage. Someone brings up Piper. Uh, Piper,
1: you're right. Oh. Yeah, that, yeah, you're right. It, the, the, the Piper Hard is great. We're Canadian. We love both those guys because they are both Canadian. But that 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 match while well, great. It is not on the level of Savage versus Flair. I, I agree no. with your point there, because Savage versus Flair might be the best 45 minutes in the history of professional wrestling. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. If you count the promos before and after that incredible match, that might be the best 45 minutes that at least WWF has. And it had back. the best
2: blade job as
0: well.
1: It was yeah. fucking inc- I love Ooh, that I was, best blade it- job? Is it
0: that... Or is it Eddie? Well, anytime you can get Flair. <laughs> no, no. Anytime you can get Flair's
1: hair red rather than blonde. That yeah. is excellent. It is an iconic. But yeah, the Eddie one, he maimed himself. I don't yeah, even want to ridiculous. give that props. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All <laughs> right, so moving moving you, moving But moving Boris, moving
1: while we're t- while but wait, while we're talking about random five star matches, Eddie Guerrero versus JBL, fucking fucking random five star match. I don't yeah. give a fuck what anybody says. i will will I will cut my own head open to prove that point. Remember when we watched that recently, like under a year ago? That's that's another one where we watched that together and it was I've thought that it, I think this is one of my favorite matches ever. I think I would objectively say this is one of the best things in the history of professional wrestling and I would die on that hill, but it wasn't until I watched it with you, Latino buddy of mine, that I was Fucking certain that that's a five star match. That's Eddie Guerrero dying on his shield. It was. It's beautiful theater in professional. That area. was also
0: the same night that we rewatched Owen Brett ninety four SummerSlam.
1: Yes, fuck. We got to do classic wrestling rewatches more <coughs> often, man. That's some good times. All, all right, right, Yorkie. So that's my gold medalist, the nineteen ninety two Royal Rumble, and the only thing left is your gold medalist. What is the best Royal Rumble of all time? Educate me. Uh, it is
2: uh two thousand one um i boris you're thinking you're like hmm, Cold steve ones? austin yeah. the steve hockey austin. talk man it was what well, this was the breakout of kane in the rumble because yep. obviously this would start he eliminated what 11 people in this one he eliminated eleven. It, it had a bit of everything you had obviously you had do a bit of your hardcore wrestling with the trash cans and all that with black men raven al snow kane all that lot and then um Honky Tonk Man comes out, Kane smashes it. We We're not going to mention Drew Carey. Forget about him. Um, <laughs> I like
1: the Drew Carey thing. Right, it's yeah, hey. it was all
2: right when he tried to pay the Hardy Boys, and <laughs> and then, but well, this was one where you had so many people that could legitimately win the Rumble. You had you had Undertaker, Kane, uh, Kurt Angle, uh, was he in? no no Austin Rock, Triple H, all these guys. These are Big big name guy, and any one of them could have won and no one knew who was gonna win this rumble match. And then you get down to the last last three and it's Kane, Austin uh yeah, Kane, Austin and Rock. Uh Kane's knocked down, and then you've got Rock in one corner covered in blood. You've got Steve Austin. No, he's yeah, you got Austin in one corner, covered in blood, because he's previously been attacked by uh, triple H you got rock in the in the other corner they both get up at the same time they're both locked ties starting fighting and all that lot it's 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 just exhilarating I could watch
0: that and never be bored. Ever. I wish people could yeah. see like you're getting a half chub just talking about this right now.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. That's why man we gotta start weekend like this is the last <laughs> podcast that we do strictly audio. We gotta put these things because Yorgi it is infectious. You can see your passion man honestly and it's fucking dope. Like you're completely right this match and two, 2001 was the height of the attitude era. This was the peak. This is when everyone was in on this shit. Everyone was watching this. This is when you, it, was, it was water cooler talk. It was schoolyard talk. If you're a young lad at the time, like I was. And man, you kind of knew that The Rock and Austin were going to fight again eventually. But it was like, if you're actually, even as a 10, 12 year old, I've been watching wrestling my whole life up to that point. I was like, are they going to really do this at WrestleMania again? Like, that's kind of weird. But they were such huge stars, and they were still growing. That's the crazy thing. This was Jordan versus Braun, like, both peaking at the same time. So, to see them together in the Royal Rumble, arguably the two biggest characters ever in wrestling, ever in WWF, at least, at that time. Fuck me. Man, this is this is great. I have this at four and a half stars, all-time classic, and it is in my opinion, uh, on this list anyway, number four, my my fourth best uh, Royal Rumble match. But man, Yorkie, you might have told me, you might have sold me. I'm going to have to bump this fucking thing up.
0: I know, right? Damn. Awesome. Good stuff. Oh, I, I love reminiscing and I love these lists Just because like you know wrestling is so Subjective everyone has their own opinion And it's just so funny as we talk about stuff And remember stuff and you know you Trigger something in your memory bang And it's like oh yeah I remember that feeling watching this That first time and this was happening And then something may have been happening in your life That gets you all know, like r- riled up again And happy that's what I love talking yeah, about yeah. Classic wrestling well, um, Boris, yeah Boris quick question I'll Obviously me and
2: Matt have just been on Just off your head What's your
1: favorite room? 92. Boom. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Flair all the time, baby. Although, like, obviously, the Ric Flair love hasn't aged the best. It's not quite as bad as Benoit, but like Ric Flair is arguably the goat, man. And that was the fucking goat's crowning moment, arguably. Like that's that is that is his magnum opus in WWF for sure exactly to go back to go back to your point about 2001 royal rumble look at these names that realistically could have won on that night the rock absolutely could have the undertaker one million percent could have kane he lasted fucking 53 minutes eliminated 11 people obviously he could have won that match stone cold steve austin Absolutely 100% could have won that match. Drew Carey, Test, Scotty, too hotty. Clearly, I'm doing a bit now. But yeah, four people, four people could have easily won the Rumble, and that never happens. Undertaker at least four. Kane. At least four. Yeah. Undertaker, Kane, Austin, and Rock all easily could have won that Big Rumble, show. and nobody would have blinked an eye.
2: Big show was a, a big thing, but anyway. I still can't believe that thing with uh, Kane and Undertaker, just th- that bit where they're looking down the aisle and Scotty too hot is coming up. You know he's oh, like Oh my god. <laughs> you, know,
1: you, you, know, <laughs> you know, it's brilliant. So do, you know, do you
2: know what? You know what I would have loved if, if if you could just pause live TV and it just pause at the, that moment where Scotty too hot is looking at the at Kane and Undertaker and, and then the sound clip comes up and goes, This is where he knew he <laughs> fucked up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, exactly. uh, the, you mentioned Big Show too. Wasn't that a big comeback? Didn't it? Wasn't it a surprise appearance? Big Show was not advertised, right? He had come back from uh Haku was camp.
2: the big Haku was the big surprise in that one.
1: True. Okay. True. Well, I thought Big Main Show was a surprise. Too. Yes. Yes. I remember with the huge afro. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome because he was WCW Hardcore Champion at that moment. Mm. Yeah when he showed up. Oh, the Royal Rumble. Well, this has been a fun podcast, boys. I think we should probably disperse. I got to eat some dinner.
0: Yeah, <laughs> i to got to watch some, some NXT and and <laughs> yeah, uh, yorkie's got to got to get to the gym soon and pump them irons. <clears throat> uh all right guys, so this weekend it is NXT Vengeance Day and you are going to be getting an aftercast. Uh that's a podcast after the fact. That's our aftercast here in SNME, so that's X and NXT Vengeance Day. Uh the crowning moment for Grayson Waller we will see and we'll be chatting all things NXT on NXT Talk tomorrow. Um, you'll also be, be getting the, the All Elite Weekly, the old fucks chatting all things Dynamite. Uh, you'll obviously be getting the Smack Daddies. You will be getting uh, Rampage Ramble, the extended version of the flagship show, and so much more. And again, thank you for being a patron. It means so much because, again, these funds allow us to... Uh, to keep the lights on and to produce more and more content, because trust me, in the next few weeks, you're going to want to keep your ears locked here because we have so much more coming at you here on Sunday night's main event. Yorkie, thank you so much again for for not only being a friend, it means like, I, honestly, the friendship that we've made has been awesome, uh, but being a patron for this long. Helping, help keeping the lights on. And again, you, you know, any patron can just send us a message and be part of the show. We love chatting with people. Love chatting sports, entertainment, and sports, entertainment, slash, wrestling. Uh, So, Yorkie, again, thank you so, so much. No problem, dude. Anytime. All right. Uh, Matt will be chatting soon. He's Yorkie. He's Matt. I'm Boris. Until next time, stay tranquilo.
1: Woo!